0: And our destination today is Christmas travel, or maybe I should call it, you know, trying to travel like Santa. And I have with me today Doc Bill with Sapporo Island Birdhouses. What do you think we should call today's show? Should we try and travel like Santa? Jump on the big sleigh and.
1: I think we should call it uh, Georgia Christmas. And from Georgia there, Christmas. looking out towards the rest of the surrounding areas, but Georgia Christmas is what we should focus on.
0: Sort of like a staycation Christmas?
1: Sort of like a staycation, but you, know, so you don't have to stay at home, but you don't have to travel that far, neither. And uh, we have a very interesting show today.
0: We do have a very interesting show because there are a lot of things to do around Georgia for Christmas, a lot of things to do leading up to Christmas as well as on Christmas Day, and just all kinds of things. So we can make sure we cover all of those things. But Thanksgiving was great.
1: Well, Thanksgiving was incredible. You know, it's always a time to sit down and be with friends and family. And that's, the to me, the high point of it. And there's a lot of good food, but a lot of good company.
0: And then you just take that over into Christmas. Kind of do the same thing over again. Family, yeah. friends, turkey. I still want my macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> or dressing, maybe. Or dressing,
1: year? some good sides, and also some great desserts.
0: Oh, that sounds good, too. That sounds very good. So what's going on over on Sapelo Island for, for Christmas?
1: Well, is a very special place. It's um, special because it's, it's steeped in history. It's special because if you're living in the northern part of the state, you go through a transformation. You leave the cold climate here and head to a climate that's a bit warmer, and then a totally different scenery. You go from the high mountains or the foot of the mountains to beautiful coastal areas and seeing the Atlantic Ocean itself. But this time on Sapelo is neat because we have Christmas on Sapelo. And it takes um, the guise of several mass. The first mass that you have is the Hawk Hammock community, where there's a lot of events mm. going on there in mm-hmm. the small little coastal community, which is on the island. that has been there for a long time. Then also you have the mansion, which is um, basically um, a bit further south, but it's also steeped in history, too. And you have sort of the grandeur of bygone days of what the Georgia coast and the great um, magnets used to have. And I say magnets, I'm referring to the, to the people who used to, who funded America, the Rockefellers, the mm-hmm. um, the Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And so you sort of get to see what the, what the very wealthy used to look like and um, what they used to do. Their and, Christmas tradition. So that's kind of neat. And so it's a step back in history. And it's also a step back in um, uh, looking at um, Georgia, how Georgia Coast used to be and how Georgia Coast, you know, I think will continue to be.
0: Well, I know that hog hammock community, I've been there for Christmas and you see all kinds of decorations all around. And one of the things I like about it is that a lot of the decorations are decorations that maybe the kids have made or the kids have helped put up. So you get that real family feeling uh, with the hog hammock Christmas. And yeah. you just see things all around. You see the garlands on some of the, you know, banisters leading across the little bridges that go across the little creeks and things in, uh, on the island. So it's really kind of kind it's, of cool. It's kind of neat because...
1: Being a bear island, people use what they have around them, mm-hmm. and um, they make a lot of the ornaments and decorations are made from what's on the island. At the north end of the island, a lot of people don't realize that you have one of the largest stents of longleaf or lolly pines in the country, and these are these trees have huge pine cones. So people they use what's normally around. Uh, you have seashells, and you have mm-hmm. a lot of things you find on the beach, and these are used in the decorations along with driftwood. So a lot of the things are made basically. Um, there on the island. And in the little um, community of Hall in our library, they have a craft day where people come together and they make these crafts with the kids. Mm-hmm. And that's a really neat thing to, um, to see that occur.
0: Well, that really is neat. A lot of those uh, decorations that they make, as I said, are used for some of the decorations you see around the island. And I really like that you pointed out also, too, about the pine cones because I know that some of them also give those pine cones as gifts. And that sounds like, you know oh, you're giving a pine cone for Christmas? But they're huge, and if you spray paint them or put glitter on them, they really do make nice gifts, and you get a couple of those together, and I've seen some of those given as gifts. So those are great. You can just walk around and collect a lot of those.
1: Oh, they're huge pine cones. They're beautiful. The only thing that can dwarf them in size is you've got to go out to the California and get some of those huge pine cones. But to see pine cones of that <laughs> quality here, it's just incredible. And, again, people utilizing what's around them, and you're also learning about their environment and um, how you can utilize things for various uses, and that's neat.
0: Okay, so if someone wanted to go and collect these pine cones, because I, I definitely would like to do that and spray paint them gold and red and all the colors that I like to use uh, for Christmas and decorating, where could I stay? What's going on with the birdhouses? Have you all decorated uh, the birdhouses or anything for, for Christmas? Well, I think
1: the birdhouses are underway and some of them are already decorated. I think it's a neat place to be, they're a great um, place to come and spend the holidays. and. I think what makes Sapelo different than some of the other barrier islands that are remote. When I use the term remote barrier islands, I'm referring to barrier islands that you get to by ferry. Mm -hmm. These islands are more pristine. The population on them is a lot less, and you see more of nature with it. So
0: you're saying, let me stop you just one second. So you're saying you only get to Sapelo by ferry boat?
1: You only get to Sapelo by ferry boat. And the other islands which are sort of in that same um, uh, group would be Little St. Simons and uh, Cumberland. But mm-hmm. the only ones that are owned by the state of Georgia would be Little Saint Simons and Sapelo. The other, the others are mostly research islands, things like um, Saint Catherine's Island mm-hmm. and Osceola. And mm-hmm. But when it comes to just islands in, in the state of Georgia that you can get to and have a place to stay, you're looking at you're really narrowing down the two places, and that's Little Saint Simons and Sapelo. But Sapelo a lot bigger, and Sapelo is set up in a manner that it's more of a community setting.
0: Okay, well, let's, let's break it down because I know that the Sapelo Island birdhouses are luxury vacation rental cottages. They're not birdhouses that you guys are selling over on Sapelo, right? They're actually cottages where where people can nest and, and sort of relax. So you have three, so describe those in case people are interested in going for the holidays or going for Christmas or for New Year's. Because I know there's a great thing that happens uh, on Sapelo uh, for New Year's. I've been there for that. It's wonderful, wonderful. The whole community comes together. So let's start with, I think you have a small cottage called the Painted Bunting, right?
1: Yeah, the Painted Bunting is a neat little cottage. It's a cottage that, first of all, is designed, has one bedroom, one bath, and a small little um, living area. It's about 400 square feet, but it has a large porch, a porch which is about 10 feet long and about a 10 by 8 porch. Um, The neat thing about it is it has an ocean view. So sitting Mm -hmm. on the porch, you look out into the ocean, but it's just not the ocean you're looking out into you're looking onto a very expanse area of marsh, and this area is great because you have a lot of wildlife with it. The cottage is small. It's decorated in the theme of the painted bunting bird. If you've ever seen a painted bunting, it almost looks like a bird in which a committee of color got together and designed <laughs> the bird, but it's, it's, it, has, it, has, it has blues. So paint by numbers, something right. like that. It has blues. It has <laughs> reds. It has yellows. It has blacks, and all these colors come together in the design of the interior of the cottage mm-hmm. and also in parts of the exterior part of the cottage. The small cottage is designed for two people, um, you have all the amenities. You have a gourmet kitchen. You have a washer and dryer. You have access to a golf cart, which can take you around to the accessible parts of the island. Uh, you have Wi-Fi. You have a nice, um, you have a beautiful television screen. And uh, again, there is a phone in which you can make local calls and people can call into you. So it's basically, you have all the luxuries of being in a nice place f- f- for two people. But at the same time, you know, you, you're surrounded by pristine by nature. nature and, you, and you have that sense of being alone. And isolated and that's neat
0: yeah i heard someone describe it as uh as the, the birdhouses as it being in nature but you have all the amenities of a of an urban urban place so we are coming down on the clock here so tell me a little bit then about the woodstock cottage and the birdhouse cottage how many people uh, do those sleep
1: the woodstock cottage is a move up as far as capacity goes it's a two bedroom one bath mm-hmm. it's, it can sleep four people comfortably um the cottages again you have all the amenities gourmet kitchens and everything else but the name woodstork is because the cottage, again, they're raised um, from the ground because these are new the new federal regulations. They have to be. But the other thing about it is, you feel like you're up, like a woodstork. You're mm. you're up there high in the woods, and it, and it has a woodstork theme to it with woodstork art in it and pictures as well. Um, and again, it's hidden away. Although it's in the community, you feel you're isolated and you're up in the trees, and you have all the. Um, the time, and the quiet that you want in an <laughs> area like that.
0: I like that. I like that. And the Birdhouse Cottage? The Birdhouse
1: is our flagship cottage. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can sleep um, six people. It's a two-bedroom, two-bath, and the, again, they're both mas- um, twin master suites. There's also mm-hmm. a great lounge or bed outside, which mm-hmm. is, again, in, a, in t- totally encased or, or screened in porch. Mm-hmm. Um, and on, you also have the great couch, which is comfortable. This cottage has a bit more of the amenities. Again, it's ocean, it's, it's, it has ocean view, and again, that expansive marsh. And again, wow. it's a great place for a group or small family to get together. Uh, quite relaxing.
0: So, with that ocean, ocean view and that expansive view there, maybe I could sit there on the porch of that really great uh, bed that you said is out there, and and maybe wait for Santa to come in.
1: Correct, correct. You can see him <laughs> coming in.
0: Because <laughs> I don't want to miss my gifts. I don't want to miss those at all. You're listening to Travel Bags with Anita and Friends, and we are talking about Christmas travel in Georgia. This is North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9, WDU.